the Brown Sugar Boudoir began through the healing process of one of the co-founders, Imani, who had a breakthrough that allowed her to embrace and appreciate her true, authentic self. While alone in the comfort of her home, as she enjoyed a glass of wine, while in her lingerie, a vision of women gathering as their authentic selves sparked. Imani took to her private social media and reached out for feedback about an evening full of lingerie, wine, and transparent conversation. Two of her friends, Kim and Keontae, replied with zeal, and through the collaboration of what that evening would look like, and the Brown Sugar Boudoir was born. The Brown Sugar Boudoir is a sexy pajama party girls' night in, where we lay it all on the table and everything goes. It's a virtual community and safe space for Black women, femmes, and women-identifying persons to discover and practice self-love, soul care, and communication while exploring their sensuality. The Brown Sugar Boudoir addresses the void of space available for Black women to come together and communicate their desires and frustrations and intentions for a better life. The Brown Sugar Boudoir's goal is to ensure that our members can vocalize their needs and desires and be their authentic selves without shame or judgment. It's just a pleasure to connect with Kim, Imani, and Keontae while we talk about activating and stimulating the mind and discovering your authentic self through your sensuality. The brown sugar boudoir. <laughs> Start with a little backstory and kind of just of how we got to creating it. This is Imani and I am, I guess, the visionary behind Brown Sugar Boudoir. I was going through a bit of reflection at one point and I was in my room one day just kind of dancing around in some lingerie that I had like in a corner in my closet for I don't know how long. But I decided to put it on and I was like taking pictures of myself and it just felt really good to like be in my body and recognize the sensuality and the sensualness of it, but also kind of recognize like me as a person and like how I am made up of the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs. And to kind of pair that on, I had just cut off my locks that have been growing for about like five years. So all the all of that kind of compounded into this moment of realization, mm-hmm. like, I love this, you know, I think I want to do this with like friends. And so I went to my Instagram page and my close friends and just like, hey, like, I just felt really good taking pictures of myself in lingerie. And I feel like this should be a type of girls night thing. So who's interested? And I had a few responses and they were from my co-founders, Kim and Keontae. And that was in, I think we kind of just started kicking off in June of 2020. And that was the, the birth of the Brown Sugar Boudoir. We just started like working together and putting together events for women to to learn and explore themselves, their sensuality, 
honesty, understanding, and really just kind of, you know, what it is to be a Black woman. There's there's really no bounds to or limits to what we have to discuss or talk about in these sessions. But I think that kind of covers it. I don't know, Kim, if, if you'd like to add, Kim or Keontae, anything to that? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Just to reiterate everything that you said, Imani, and then also, Alethea, thank you for just having us on this platform today just to talk more about our community. But yeah, mm-hmm. once I saw Imani's, her post about just starting, you know, a cute, fun, light girls night, I immediately jumped on board because I just enjoy exploring my sensuality and learning different parts about myself and I am thankful for Kim and Imani because they allow me to be myself. And I think that's very important when we create this group of women and women identifying people to be themselves as well. And like Imani said, there's really nothing that's like off the table. We share, we have deep conversations, we have light conversations. And I'm just glad to be a part of the community. I'm not sure if Kim wanted to add anything. I completely agree. It was definitely like a, a space for me. I'm an only child, so I kind of like do things by myself and I've always kind of enjoyed who I am. And just like as a little kid, one of the big, greatest things that I found was like every woman has something that they're just not, you know, super happy about it that they're working through. And that kind of broke some walls for me down when I was younger. That when, you know, it's like when you share an experience with somebody, then it kind of helps you to let loose and to kind of let you to be yourself and be your individual self and you notice that you're accepted and it's not just like a huge deal and stuff so um, I would definitely say when Imani you know brought this to her Instagram I was I was all for it because I was like yes there needs to be a space where women can just be women especially as black women we usually carry two hats and it's like you know we're in a situation where we're a woman and we have to kind of tone down or we're in a situation where we're black and we have to kind of tone down. And it's like, this is a space where, no, you can be both and be as amped up as you want to. And I just, I absolutely love the idea. Wow, that is so amazing. And I think that's why I resonated with it so much is just knowing that there was a gathering space for community. And we know culturally Mm -hmm. that that is something that we have always done, is always gathered in spaces or, you know, just made space wherever we show up or how we show up. I just find that now because of the way society has constructed things, women, like you said, we're not able to show up in our authentic selves. And I'm glad that, you know, people are reclaiming that space and they're really making it happen now. So what was it about these two ladies that resonated with you that you said that, yes, you want to bring it to this group? Because, you know, we have all friends from all different walks of life and not everyone likes to tap into that sensual self-expression part of them all the time. It was a no-brainer for me. (laughs) I've known Kim for a very long time. I want to say we're going on 14 years, maybe 13. It feels like, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, I I mean, I've just, I've known her for a very long time and a, a relationship that has sustained me and been very truthful and honest and supportive and i found that support in kim as well just as we've like gone through 
stages of our life, like between like school, like high school through college, through graduate school, like she's just really been there. And so it's just kind of understanding that supportive nature and opening that discussion. And like when someone is excited about something that you're doing, you should pay attention to that. And I, I did that. And was like, okay, Kim is going to be a great person to work with. And she believes in this vision and has her and truly has been such an amazing part of the Brown Sugar Boudoir as, as a organizer and, and visionary as well in terms of like our aesthetics. And she really just kind of keeps me together and puts things together. So while I have all the ideas, she really makes sure that they're laid out and visually for, for us to see. And with Keontae, I've known Keontae now for well, uh, yeah. yeah, at least seven. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> through Delta. But you remember, you were in my freshman year at Manly. You were like the welcome, the welcome like person for like the freshmen. You don't, do you remember that? Like we had a little group. <laughs> I was one of them. I do. I do. I, that's so funny that you remember that and me. <laughs> I really enjoyed, like, so both of us went to Spelman. We are now line sisters. We are sorors. And I had just a really fun time welcoming welcoming in, like, freshmen after my freshman because I had such a great experience. And that it really is just kind of like a tradition. So it's it's nice to know that, yeah. Keontae, that <laughs> I, I made some kind of imprint no, I remember. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, but I was just saying, oh, yeah, Keontae. So Keontae, you remember me from that. But I think our, our conscious connection came through, really through Delta. And gosh, I, what is it, seven years, eight years? Yeah, it'll be seven I years. I can't count. Um, this year, in March. Yep, in March. Okay, so seven years and... um. I, again, like, it's just like when someone gets excited about work that you're doing, and I know the ethic, the work ethic of Keontae and her work that she's done for liberation of women and Black women, and I was like, okay, like, her work absolutely aligns with what I'm thinking about doing and building, and she was excited to, like, you know, be a part of it, and has also played just a big role in making this a reality for, for us on a regular basis in, the, in terms of holding these gatherings, connecting us to partners and sponsors. And she's our, our madame of music. And so she keeps the music going for us and, and creating excellent playlists. And I'm just really grateful for the two of them. I mean, it, like I keep saying it's a no brainer, but it really was. I had two people who were excited about what I wanted to build and also brought some excellent skills and useful skills to the table. So now we're a team. And do all three of you have an arts and design background? No. 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 Not at all. That's wonderful because I was like, maybe you do. University, I think I think we've all been students of Canva <laughs> University yes. and YouTube. But, 
That's wonderful. Well, I just wanted to let you know, and I've already shared that. It's just so visually pleasing. And in terms of your message and what you want to share with community, um, how do you find the interaction with your community and your group? What has been really successful and really attracted or engaged a really high level of engagement? Kim, you want to yeah, I would say, oh, I, I would honestly say our events, it originally began with Imani, you know, bringing it to us, and then we got our first event out. I would say that got a lot of great response, and from then, it was kind of like, literally, at the end of it, somebody was like, so when is this going to happen again? And I think just that, and then just spreading the word has definitely kind of, you know, brought that to the attention, and... I think that's our, our greatest asset is that it is a virtual community. So you don't have to worry about, you know, like, oh, you have to meet up somewhere or, you know, you can be in the comfort of your own home. You can be in your own space. We've had people join from cars because they were traveling from work, but they were still able to, you know, get the message. Or we've had people, especially during COVID, have like small gatherings. And it's like, you know, a few girlfriends will leave us up at somebody's house and then they tune in. So I really like to say that our events are definitely what grabs people and what definitely helps us out. And then to our Instagram page, um, we're working on our Facebook page. We're yep. we're on what is it called? Oh, Clubhouse. 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 Yes, yes, Clubhouse. <laughs> Thank you. And just kind of expanding that way. But I would definitely say that our events and then just word of mouth because, like I said, everybody's gonna everybody wants community. Everybody wants to you know relate. So just that word of mouth of you know hey there's a space that we can go to and it's literally just it's girl talk it's 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 fem talk mm-hmm. it's it's for the black women it's just everything that you want there's no limit there's no you know everything's on the table it's a free space wonderful i love that and how do you find i was saying a, a hot topic what was one of your topics recently that people were really engaged in um well i mean like on our i mean they're kind of different from like our some of them on instagram are more broad compared to so maybe if there if there's something that you've noticed on the instagram can you can share that it was our spooky taboos usually we try to each event we try to theme it around something we're working on you know making sure that each month it's kind of a theme but each event's going to be a theme in itself and i would definitely say that our spooky taboos was was definitely one because it touched everywhere Mm -hmm. from like, you know, the the taboos of, you know, kink and BDSM to the taboos right. of just feminine health in general. And it's just a lot of stuff that, you know, we don't want to talk about, but we want to lay it on the table. And that's not even, you know, we barely scratched the surface. And I, I can definitely say that that one went over. We usually try to give ourselves like maybe an hour and a half to two hours. And that one mm-hmm. definitely went mm-hmm. over simply because... It just, it was like a rabbit hole of, we kept on going down different conversations. So mm-hmm. I like to yeah. say any of our event topics and stuff, those are definitely, you know, the the main ones. But our most recent one was um, Spooky Taboos, which was in October. If you don't mind, if I can add to that, just one thing to point out, just with all of our conversations that we've had, we usually a lot for like two hours to have conversation. Like you come in, it's like a welcome it's like, you know, a vibe check, some music. We may be drinking wine or tea. We do introductions. And then we get into, like, the speakers, the sponsors, a break. But 
I think after every conversation that we've had, people stay on. So we, we start at eight. It's, you know, I remember I was on until like 10, 30, 11, because we just felt so good and free and like the energy was there. And it's like, we wanted the conversations to right. continue yeah. forever or like those connections to continue forever. Um, so that's one thing that I really, towards the end of the year, that's something that I really did enjoy for the holiday. So yeah, we, I think, I think our, our members and the people that we engage with, they, they feel welcomed and they have a space where they can just talk freely. And it's not like one of those things where people may feel hesitant to reach out to us on Instagram or on our personal social media platforms. They can initiate because we give them that opportunity. And how do you find that this community has transcended what people think about themselves and their sensuality? For me, I think it's made people think about it differently. Like you're not just a body you're so much more than that like sensuality can stem from like your intellect from you know the clothes that you wear how you think about yourself or how you speak and I think it's just allowed women to identify these parts of themselves or parts that you know may have been hidden or may have been hurt and giving them that opportunity to rediscover them and celebrate who they are as a sensual being. And just to kind of add on to that, Imani touched on something, sensuality versus sexuality, and I feel like a lot of times those two get very confused. The simplest way I can say it is that it's like the whole square versus triangle, or, or not triangle, but rectangle. It's like not every, you know, rectangle is a square, but every, or not every, square is a rectangle but every rectangle is a square um and it's just like that idea of okay well sensuality is all these elements that people just think like oh no it's sexuality and that it's just sex driven and this and that no sensuality does have a sexuality or has a sexual component to it but it's so much more it is your mind it's your body it's your spirit it's the energy that you put out it's that that confidence that you elude and it's just the it's just we're we're promoting that, and I there's been people who you know contacted us personally. Keontae touched on it, and have contact uh, contacted us personally, and just, they're just like, hey, you know, this was really great. Like I really feel good about myself. I've had people contact me after and say, you know, you guys really gave me the confidence to stand up for myself in situations with relationships because one of our topics was about communication, and it's just stuff like that where it's like, yeah, sometimes we need you know, that, that extra push, we, we need that confidence in ourselves, And, and that's, that's a part of sensuality. It's, it's that confidence. It's not just sexuality. It's, it's that and so much more. And I just want to tap in, Kim, I don't think I've actually told you this yet. And we're not, I'll tell you like offline the name, because I don't want to put her out there before she shares her news. <laughs> but we have our first brown sugar. I literally was thinking about that. On the way. <laughs> right. Oh my God, Imani. That literally came to my mind. Oh my God. <laughs> like that's just kind of like the space of like this woman who has come to these gatherings and learned so much for herself and about herself has 
we had a speaker come in talking about, I think, like different types of like lubricants and um, and different toys. And she took that knowledge and was really like she asked so many questions during that during that gathering. And like, you know, now a few months later, like <laughs> she's got a baby on the way. So I think that's kind of like the power of just like, you know, discovery that the Brown Sugar Boudoir brings to and for women. Okay, then. Very exciting. <laughs> and I want to add one more thing to that. Like, when I think about just my own personal journey to like healing and wellness, I would talk to my therapist about this. And I told her, I realized that this is, it's a journey and it's not linear. So it's not like step one, step two through step 10. It's like, step seven, step 87, negative two. It's like you will have time. <laughs> like you have times where it's just like, oh, I'm on it. I'm loving myself. I'm taking care of my body. I'm feeding my mind. I'm stretching. I'm sleeping. And then you have other moments where it's like, I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm not as active. Um, I'm not listening to the things that I should that's mm-hmm. going to pour into me and make me feel good about myself in the world. And I think even just working with Imani and Kim and just having a space for the three of us, for me to come to them when, you know, I need to feel vulnerable or Imani or Kim, I think we, it it starts at the foundation and we've created that foundation between the three of us. And that's why we are able to say that we have like our first brown sugar boudoir baby. Because when I talked to that person, she said, I want to learn more about this. I want to feel more comfortable about this. I want to do that. And she got that information from mm-hmm. us and in those suggestions and that guidance. And she created something beautiful out of love. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are making me excited. I don't even know who the person is, but please. I know. <laughs> right now I don't either I'm like oh I'm excited to find out oh my gosh but you know that's the the beauty (laughs) of of having a really good kinship and having a space where you can just you know be you be your authentic self and just learn and just consume and and be and I really admire that and there was something that you mentioned Kim And I kind of said that in the beginning and then I took it back. I was saying, you know, sexuality. And then I thought, you know what? No one's really broken down the difference between sensuality versus sexuality. And I mean, there is that biblical thing that we've all been attached to in many different ways that we release in terms of what a woman is supposed to look like and how she presents herself. And I'm saying that there's certain things that we need to unlearn where that's concerned because that's also Mm -hmm. something that's used to control us. Very true. And just to kind of tap into that, to break it down, like sensuality, if you just think about it, break it down to senses. Mm-hmm. It's all senses. So senses, smell, taste, touch, hearing, you know. So it's, it's all of the senses. And I feel like a lot of people hear sensuality and they just think of the touch, which is, you know, they think they think touch is automatically set. Sometimes, you know, touch is, um, going back to, I think Imani said it, like just having on, you know, like a nice outfit and how the clothes feel. There's some clothes right now because we, we also try to promote, you know, other black-owned businesses and stuff like that to, you know, 
So there's some there's some stuff that I've even bought that a lot of the poses feel good, but then I feel good. Like I'm wearing something soft and it's comfortable. It's it's on my <laughs> body just the way I like it. And that touch alone, that's that's essential. You know? It's not necessarily, you know, a touch from another person. A lot of the things that we do kind of talk about as well as, you know, when it does come to the sexuality aspect of sensuality is, you know, you don't always have to have somebody else to touch you. Learn how to touch yourself. Learn how to be that person for yourself because a lot of times it starts at home and a lot of times we look outward for acceptance. We look outward for, you know, that that feel-good feeling and it's like, no, sis, look inward. Look in the mirror. Snap, 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 snap. (laughs) I agree with that. I mean, a lot of things is just if we could just see ourselves for who we really are. And it all starts with looking in the mirror. And that's who it is. But it's okay because you can make those changes if you want to. But we've had so many other messages that have been shared to us. And you're right, based on our childhood memories or what people could have said through high school and what people could have said in the workplace. And some of those things really stick and, you know, limit us. And now I'm seeing for women, especially black women, that we're throwing those words and those old ways of thinking away. And we're really trying to navigate a new way, a new identity Mm -hmm. that is more realistic to who we are right now. (laughs) It's <laughs> so wonderful, you know, and in terms of healing the community, how mm-hmm. do you find your space has really resonated with people and how can they start to heal just by tapping into what you have to offer? Yeah, honestly, we shared a lot of just our opinions with that question. But like, so we've created this space for women, femmes, women identifying people in like I said earlier, they can be their true authentic selves and just they can learn to be comfortable with all parts of themselves, especially expressing themselves through their sensuality, being more intentional about their sexuality, and then just like learning from other like-minded people and just being free to talk about why showing up for yourself matters and why choosing yourself matters Mm -hmm. and I think that's like a part of our pledge and our mission like we we have to show up as our full selves and we need to but in order to show up as your full self you have to know who you are and we we have those conversations about like taking your power back and knowing how powerful we are as women knowing that we are goddesses and that we're sacred and our bodies are temples and just being able to mm-hmm. just go about life in that way with that type of confidence. And just going back to why Imani, the, how the idea came about with her cutting off of her locks and seeing herself for who she was and feeling sexy and funny and smart and quirky. And yeah, just, just mm-hmm. knowing that like we are multifaceted people and you can heal through just honoring all parts of yourself and your entire being. Absolutely. Just to kind of add on to that, I definitely agree with what Keontae said. And it's just the idea of, you know, she said stripping down. So when you strip down to who you are, a lot of us are, a lot of people kind of find themselves lost or in need of healing because they've lost themselves in what everybody else is around them and they don't know who they are. So when you strip yourself 
of the influences around you and that you find who you are, we help you strip yourself. We help you, you know, start from the beginning. And that that takes time. And we give that encouragement. We're that encouragement that, you know, like, hey, it's okay that it's taking time. You know, it took you a mm-hmm. while to build these layers. It's going to take a while to take these down. But as you're taking them down, you know, put the good in one pile, put the bad in the other pile. And it just, it helps in healing in that once you strip down to the bare minimums, you're able to build something beautiful. I've been doing a whole bunch of DIY crafts lately. And it's like, okay, a lot of these things might be part of something, but it's me sanding it down to its bare minimum. So then when I put on my vision, when I put on what I want, it's, it's shown through with no interruption. And it's just like our community helps you sand down all of the stuff so you can get down to your true authentic self. And then you can build from there and you're not necessarily, you know, what the celebrities are doing or what the Instagram famous people are doing. It's no, it's who are you and let's build from there. Absolutely. Before we wrap up, just wanted you to just shout out where we can get a hold of you and what will be your next upcoming event. And before we do that, I just wanted to ask you about COVID. How has COVID impacted any of the events or things that you might have been previously involved in? It hasn't affected our events necessarily, maybe because it, it's, it's a virtual platform. And right. so it, it, it has given us that room and that space to grow because we need that space. We can't go out. We can't see the people we normally see on a regular basis. And so that's just kind of helped us like maintain the community. And I think even when COVID passes, it'll still be such a kind of ingrained in that like fellowship in the community that we've created that people will will still continue to like come back and, you know, join the chambers. (laughs) That's wonderful. And how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, I'll say follow us on Instagram at Brown Sugar Boudoir. You can actually also find us on Facebook at the same name, Brown Sugar Boudoir. And email if you are interested in joining the Brown Sugar Boudoir as a member and coming to one of our lovely gatherings. You can send us a DM on Instagram or email the Brown Sugar Boudoir at gmail.com. Com. Am I missing anything, y'all? Clubhouse. Yep, Clubhouse. Oh, yep. Go ahead. We um, <laughs> have like discussions, individual discussions, um, from time to time, and you can follow me at key underscore Ariel, and then also I'm gonna let Amani plug her mindful meditations. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if you follow, if you're on Clubhouse, follow me at Imani Nicole, I-M-A-N-I-N-I-C-O-L-E, and you will be able to keep up to date with our Brown Sugar Boudoir meetings, but also mindful meditation. So, you know, we, we exist in this space every Sunday together at 6.30 p.m. PST, and I do a 20-minute guided meditation for people to just get grounded in the energy for the week to find their breath, to notice how they're feeling in their body so that they can take that moment of like consciousness and rest and grounding and use that energy to propel them through the week. So yeah, Imani Nicole on Clubhouse, Mindful Meditations on Sunday and the Brown Sugar Boudoir kind of like 
on the fly chit chat is a great way to connect with me and our founders. So yeah. (laughs) Well, keep inspiring and keep growing. It's been a wonderful experience connecting with you. And I look forward to attending one of your events online. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Alicia. It's been awesome. Read it. And we'll look forward to seeing you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. And we're listening to Minds Alike podcast on Anchor FM.